0: Hello and welcome to the Expanded Woman Network podcast. I'm your host Sherry Gideons and this is my co-host Misty Willis.
1: Hey everybody, so glad to see you today. I just wanted to introduce our wonderful guest Carolyn Martin. She is a finalist for the Miss Veteran America that supports and advocates for a final salute, which is a homeless, um, helping women homeless. Oh my gosh veteran homeless women <laughs> so she's helping with that and also she's a mom and um she's involved in so many different nonprofits in the dfw area so we're so excited to have her here today and welcome carolyn welcome carolyn hi thanks for having me hello hello so just a little bit about you tell us your background a tiny bit and then we can kind of delve into a uh, final salute and miss veteran america okay.
2: Okay, so I was born and raised here in Texas, more closer to East Texas, not the city. Um, I enlisted in the Marine Corps when I was 17 because I graduated high school early, um, and I had a pretty bad childhood, so I needed to leave uh, where I was at. So I left for the Marine Corps, and I served five and a half years there with one tour to Afghanistan. Um, After getting out, I went to cosmetology school in San Diego, and then— Graduated with honors and deans there. We, I went to Michigan following my husband recruiting, who's also a Marine veteran, and finished my bachelor's with the Catholic University um, in psychology. And then when we moved back to Texas, then I completed my master's with social work. And I currently work for adult probation for Tarrant County. And I serve as the veterans resource officer as, long as, the, as well as the veterans uh, liaison with veterans treatment courts and then about 10 plus other nonprofits here in DFW. So I'm really active in helping veterans and
0: always.
1: That's (laughs) a lot.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's a lot. (laughs) Well, I want to start out by by thanking you for your service. It brings tears to my eyes because Mm -hmm. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. My God, I can associate so much with what you just shared. I mean, I lived all over the world as a dependent for, you know, my father was in the military and then later on, my first husband was in the military and we were all over the world. And, you know, I myself experienced homelessness two times in my life where I was on the streets. And so I, that is very near and dear to my heart. And I did not know I was going to start crying. You <laughs> started to talk about what you do and what you're involved in because that is very much what I want to be part of as well. Anything that is involved with helping women um, live their best lives and get out of this, you know, association to not having enough and flourishing. So it's primarily involved in in women veterans who are homeless that you're you're um, involved with. So uh, overall, I'm involved with
2: male and female veterans okay. providing resources, um, and it just depends whether it's substance abuse, legal troubles, uh, where I go into the court. Um, I work with other raising money as a public speaker. I'm a service law handler. So that um, prior to applying to be Miss Veteran America, then it was focused on that. Um, however, I during like right now with Final Slew, Inc. I have shifted gears and my sole focus in this competition is homeless female veterans because I too, and we just haven't got into the final suit yet, is there are multiple factors that contribute to um, female veterans being homeless and especially with their children, and I'm a mom of a four and a five-year-old, is that I've experienced over 50% of that. So I too was homeless at 17, which is why I needed some stability, something um, So I don't know what it's like to be homeless as a female veteran with children, but I do know what it's like to be homeless growing up in a a home with a mom that was like with domestic violence and substance abuse and child abuse. And so um, once I got out and I know personally that a nonprofit here didn't just change my life, but helped save my life. And when I chose life, because I battled suicide for so long that I wake up now and my purpose is to make sure that that veterans don't continue to do to go through that and that they get the same help that was afforded to me. And our homeless female veterans are definitely overlooked in the nation. And Final Salute Inc. is one of the only um, organizations in the nation that do what they do. Oh,
1: okay. Wow. So tell us about why why you're so passionate about Final Salute and what is it that they can provide or that they do provide to the women and children that are in need?
2: So Final Salute Inc is actually, their transitional housing is all in Alexandria, Virginia. However, it doesn't matter where the female veterans are at, they can uh, be a recipient of the resources. They help with emergency finance funds they do provide transitional housing. However, um, they have three different programs. One that is home and that helps with housing. Then they have the SAFE program, which goes over finances and education. And then they have the next uniform program, which has been postponed this year due to COVID, unfortunately. But that's where they help women transition. Um, they do their makeover as they get them clothes. Um, they pretty much just help them find themselves as a woman again and get them ready to transition or just transition in general, whether it, they were homeless and have graduated the program or their transition from the military to the civilian sector to get them ready to go into the the civilian life and and be prepared for the the job world out there because it's very different once you take that Mm -hmm. uniform off um when i found out the statistics for uh homeless female veterans they are the fastest growing population out of all homeless homelessness and on any given day the statistics have proven that there could be 55,000 homeless female veterans on the streets. And each year um, HUD, the housing development does this count called PIC and they go through the shelters and the streets and they count all the homelessness and they separate them in categories. The thing is, is that for homeless female veterans, if they have their children, you're not going to catch them in those shelters. You're not going to catch them in the streets. They're going to be in a vehicle somewhere. They're going to couch surf, which is still considered homeless. So then they aren't even counted. Uh, accurately each year mm-hmm. and because they aren't counted, then the Veterans Affairs and other different government-funded programs, even here in Tarrant County, do not have things for female veterans. They have the Liberty House here, which is only, but they do not have anything for female veterans uh, when it comes to bringing them in to um, help them in their homelessness in BFW at all, unless it's just a co-ed place that's, you know, you can be there at night and come out but veterans specifically funded, we don't have anything for females. And so to see Final Sloot doing that, and they're one of the over 60% in the nation that will take women in, either won't take their children or there's an age restriction. And Final suit doesn't do that. They take in their children as well, um, because I mean, they are also- you, know, you need a place. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So wow. that's where it, it hit home for me because- um, we, we serve our country and no one deserves to be homeless, do not get me wrong, but a lot of these women are leaving domestic violence situations or yes, maybe they got into legal troubles um, and there's you know there's other contributing factors, but they do not deserve to be homeless and the children don't have any part in that and they deserve to have better and need to be recognized and that's what Final Slut Inc does
0: you know interesting that you bring that up because i experienced that firsthand with my ex-husband my ex-husband was a green beret and he he you know developed post-traumatic stress disorder during two wars and so when he came back to the u.s um he lived out of his vehicle and and you know of course the police were always causing all kinds of trouble and you know Tearing, you know, they, they become very, very um, connected to their possessions, everything mm-hmm. that's in their vehicles, and they're trying to survive. And then what happens is, is you know, I reached out to the Veterans Association because I care. And they told me that their, their biggest concern is for people who are already in the military, not people who have transitioned in or out of the military. And when I heard that, I was so angry and so upset. I couldn't I said, wait a minute here. You mean to tell me these people have served our country and they're second class citizens? One, and then they're also um, you know down at the bottom of the the totem pole because they're no longer in the military but these people have served in how many wars and you know been to the least And um, when i hear what you're saying you would think that nationwide we would put our veterans a uh, first priority it doesn't matter if they've already served and they're no longer in the service and it breaks my heart when you share that i mean how did um how did uh how did they get started so
2: um there is uh, and I'll, I'll and i'll cover that but wow. just for informational purposes netflix actually has the documentary it's maybe an hour and a half long called "Served like a girl and i would mm. encourage anyone to you watch, it. It. <laughs> watch
0: it it's wow.
2: amazing and it goes over the story um so the President, founder, her name is Jazz Booth. She served in the Army and in com- multiple combat tours, and she had found out she had cancer. Once everything was said and done, and she's a cancer survivor, um, she ended up homeless and she went to go get services, veterans, you know, VA benefits. And they said, We don't serve women, veterans. You need to go down to WIC, to HUD to you know welfare food stamps she got to go down there and so she ended up spending quite a bit of time homeless with her son and once she got on her feet and once she got going she created this and um it's it's there's not just it's not just a team of women but um most of them are women and it's a very powerful and she she created this because she firsthand learned what it was like and even today in 2020 um i personally know how the va benefits are very unequal for females versus males Mm. and i'm not at all bashing my my brothers at all but it's very different and what's offered to them isn't necessarily offered to us for example uh, a lot of va facilities do not have women's health now fort worth does but a lot of them don't when i was in michigan they didn't so i had to be sent out um for any type of pregnancy or just well women stuff um and then if i want to talk about military sexual trauma when it comes to compensation and pension the second i talk about that and i get diagnosed with that that's a lower compensation and pension rating than ptsd really? by a big step and so wow. and, and so then men are able to have more uh percentage of compensation pension which is what you get financially when you get your disability rating and then you end up fighting it um, because military sexual trauma causes ptsd it's post-traumatic stress disorder you're gonna have the same exact symptoms that's because that sexual trauma is still trauma so um they they founded this and it was uh, a little later that miss veteran america came into the picture with philes loogie
1: that is amazing i had no idea to be honest that there was such disparity of between the women and men's benefits and military,
0: you're you're all
1: serving the same thing. So why is it different?
0: Mm-hmm. So wow. Yeah, yeah. I think very, very, very upsetting too. You know, and the same thing happened with my ex-husband. Very similar situation. You know, the only time he got help eventually was is when they were pulling everything out of his vehicle because he was living in a grocery store parking lot. Um, he was you know, they classified him as a genius at one point. And he had made, remember the old war things that had the ball that you would mm-hmm. swing around? Yes. I can't remember what those were called, but they consider that a um, felony. It's considered a um, concealed weapon. And so he ended up getting um, hit with a misdemeanor at that particular time. And when you've been a previous veteran, the uh the military has to send in a lawyer it's it's part i guess part of the laws of the nation but just as you said it was at that point they finally classified him with a disability and he ended up getting some assistance, but not very much. That's the thing. The stipend was literally nothing. And I and and once again, I mean, my heart is like literally um, breaking right now because I don't understand why, as a nation, we wouldn't have more support systems in place, especially for women and children. I mean, my goodness. Yeah, like you said, the children. It's not their fault that yeah.
1: they're in this situation. You know, that's so sad, super sad. But I'm so glad that Jazz created that organization right. and she yes. was living proof and that you're here supporting that cause and, you know, sharing this information with us so that we can be educated about it. Because yeah. that's what it's all about, right? So what would you do? Um, tell us about the final salute uh, or Ms. Veteran America yes. competition and how that works and what, what it all entails.
2: So um, as soon as registration opened, I had told myself when I found out about last year that if I got as involved in the community as I wanted to, that I would compete um, because it is based around advocacy uh, largely, obviously. And um, so I was, I think, probably one of the first ones to register this year. I just said, I'm doing this. And then you automatically become a semifinalist once you process those steps. And so I had part of that requirement is running a Twitter page, a competition page, as well as a Facebook competition page. And, and then we just start spreading awareness and advocating by posting stuff, posting the statistics from the website, um, educating people doing stuff like this. Um, and then, when, then we have to do an interview and a performance, which everybody's performance or talent is a lip sync. And then the interview consisted of five questions and an extra question if you um, had the time. So during this process, it was about advocating raising money. Most importantly, all proceeds of all the money that we raise go straight to Final Salute Inc. And less than 10% of every dollar goes to the admin cost. It only takes $25 a night to house a woman and their children and provide all essential needs, food, case management, housing, you name it. Um, and that helps final suit Inc run so we i don't remember i think there was like 49 or 50 when we went in we uh, we got our list of how many were competing at the end of june was our the semifinals and then we found out like the second week in july the top 25 which i became a finalist then and Yay! <laughs> um, <laughs> go get a uh, list. Exciting things. I'm excited mm-hmm. because I'm I'm so passionate about it. Um, but I also worked really hard um, yeah, to do that. And, and people constantly are like, "We if it's called a pageant, one, we're doing push ups because it's <laughs> not at all a pageant. There's no swimsuit. It's not about beauty. It is definitely, I mean, even the slogan says it's the woman beyond the uniform uh-huh. because what they're looking for is for us to work together. Yes, we're competing, but we're also working together because. And it was so neat to see us in the semifinals, how much we raised, and how much, like just supporting each other and coming together for Final Salute, Inc., like what we did for them. And so I'm so excited to be a part of the continued journey where we'll continue to raise money. We'll, um, this is where we'll do more events like our evening gown, our walkout, um, hopefully despite COVID kind of like this, do some virtual things to spread awareness. Um, and so that's pretty much Miss Veteran America um, has not been around very long, and so this is we're all competing to be the active advocate for Final Sleep Inc.'s efforts in supporting homeless female veterans, and you know ultimately what our goal is 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 to eradicate that number um, and not have homeless female veterans and or their children. Mm-hmm. So that's what Miss Veteran America is doing, it's a competition, uh, 100%, but we also are helping each other. For example, one girl did masks and we we promoted her because that's all the money's going to one place and that's mm-hmm. what's most important is what we can do for Spinal Salute Inc and, and I want more than anything um, because I, I do public speaking and because I do have such a large network here in DFW Veterans may not across the nation may not have the benefits we think they should we should see or have in 2020. But I can tell you right now, there's not there's nowhere that I've lived that doesn't that has the support that DFW has with its nonprofit organizations. We really have a huge network here to help, and I think that would be a huge benefit to Final Slew Inc. Um, if I was to to you know win this year. And um, because I, I would like to see final sleep Inc grow I would like to see they only wow. have one location now and mm-hmm. they would work' in DFW and yeah. statistically it shows that most homeless veterans are in the south Florida Texas and California 87 mm-hmm. percent of the homeless female veterans are in Texas oh my and we don't wow. have anything so this is um, next
1: location I- here
0: yeah right. Yes, that's <laughs> <We're> <laughs>
2: So that's what Miss Veteran America is. Um, it's in a competition
0: for advocacy. That's beautiful. I mean, have mm-hmm. they looked into and you know, as far as Final Salute Inc. As far as spreading out, I mean, is looking currently to you know find um, maybe what do you call it? I mean, what's the word you call it when somebody goes to another state or lives in another state and they become the person that represents that state for Final Salute Inc. Is she looking oh, united? like to have a person in every state? Yeah, a person in every state. Okay, uh-huh. a representative in every state. I why not? Yeah, wow, why not?
2: That's true, and I can't say um, you know because I'm not. That would be more on the admin side, internal yeah. if mm-hmm. asleep, But I do know that because I do have the network here and work with some organizations that strictly raise money to provide grants. That mm-hmm. I have worked with Executive Director uh, Bob Steer. A couple times on uh, trying to get them some grants as well outside of the fundraising because that's where the big chunks of money come sure. from are those those grants um mm-hmm. And of course those organizations are struggling right now too because of covid so not a lot of people are able to donate and that's another thing that not necessarily you know as we're i have a a facebook fundraiser it's required all proceeds go straight to final salute inc we don't see that money whatsoever Mm -hmm. is that and some people are hesitant to put their credit card information on facebook so if they want i've asked them to send me a check i deposit it and electronically i put that you know money straight in there um and that so, as far as raising money, not everybody can donate, and we understand that. So, the biggest thing is to share it and see and spread the awareness so that mm-hmm. others understand what's going on around them, and hopefully, those that can donate can. But most importantly, is is to spread the awareness and and advocate for these homeless female veterans. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. So, tell us really quickly again what. Um, just tell our audience again exactly what they're donating towards right now? Is it towards the female homeless um, situation or is it towards more um, the problem right now that goes towards that?
2: So in donating the money to like specifically my campaign or Mm -hmm. any of my other 24 competitors are all female veterans as well, that's going straight to Final Salute, Inc. And that money goes to running the program. Mm-hmm. That money does not have anything, to my knowledge, to do with the competition. The okay. competition, we fund our own stuff as competitors. And and everything else, as far as fundraising, goes straight to Final Salute, uh, Inc., which is why they either on their website, there's a donate button. But for us, we are obviously competing to raise the most money. And we're required to have a Facebook fundraiser um, and that's what they're looking at to see who's got the most followers on Facebook and Twitter, who's advocating, who's raising the most money. Um, and there's some other small categories that you can, I guess, win in, even if you don't win overall, but the money is going straight to Final Salute Inc. to run those programs and the transitional housing. So it's going straight to the homeless, know, veterans, um, not to, not to any of the competitors whatsoever.
1: I love that. That's great that's great because you always wonder like when you're when you're donating to something like where does that money really go and if it's going directly to that organization and we're making a difference in helping and maybe helping them expand that's even better mm-hmm. yeah. so i put your facebook and twitter information here so what can they learn about you if they go to these uh, go to your facebook or twitter pages
2: and following the Facebook and Twitter pages on a daily basis, I post advocacy stuff and I've learned that videos seem to be more effective. So this is kind of mm-hmm. as a public speaker, I've done fine talking about my own story, but then to go virtual, it's been a new experience for me. Um, they, people who are following me will see where the money is going. They find out statistics. They, um, get to see what I'm doing on my part to advocate for final salute, Inc, but also I mean, both Facebook and Twitter, it's just about advocacy in and, and looking at the statistics, finding out every little detail that I can share about Final Slew, Inc. Um, and when I say statistics, is because when I want to donate money as a donor, I want to see where my money is going. Not necessarily that I know it's going there, but what is it doing for these homeless female veterans? Mm-hmm. And they, the numbers are phenomenal on how many transitional housing or women have gone through the transitional housing since Final Sleep Salute, Inc. has been um, running. So that's what I post, is I let them know, like, the ins, the complete ins and outs of Final Salute, Inc. And it's all on their website. Um, and then I also, because I love research, I mean, that's why I have a Master's of Social Work, um, is then I'll start digging for updated information or other information as well, um so that everybody it's just advocacy maybe um, mostly um and then just kind of watching me on my journey and watching my passion Mm -hmm. for this and um and seeing what's next because i will have some individual fundraising stuff come up um we're having i'm having shirts made masks made challenge coins which is a lot of people don't know but they're a military thing and it's actually really neat they're they end up being collectibles um and then just a couple other things that they'll see me in the community any events that they want to get involved in and help if they're local or uh, participate in other fundraisers if they're wanting to you know buy t-shirts or buy coins to help raise money that way as well
1: awesome so you guys can find her carolynmbmba2020 <laughs> at, at, on facebook or twitter uh, I know Carolyn personally. She's actually one of my clients and friends, and I couldn't be happier to help support her mission and helping other women to succeed and provide um, so adequate housing for people. And I'm, it just makes me really happy to have you here. I've been telling her for a while, like, come on, you need to be on here. <laughs> so now's the time, now's the time. So we're so glad that you're here today. And um, we're gonna have a little bit a shorter call today, just uh, due to schedules today, but Sherry, tell us a little bit about um, Expanded Woman, and then we can we can be
0: done for the day. Right. Yeah, so we want to thank you so much, Carolyn. I mean, everything that you've shared with us today has been, I mean, literally near and dear to my heart, and we're super, super happy that we've had you on the show today, and we wish you absolute success in your, in your journey. And, and I just salute you for your service to our country. Again, I want to thank you so much. I want to thank all of our viewers, listeners, expanded woman business network is a community of women that, you know, we have moved out of the old idea of, I and me and we've moved into the belief that we together, as mm-hmm. one, expand our expression for excellence. Expand our expression for a greater, grander way of living. And we want to invite each and every one of you into our group. We're on Facebook. I always forget what we're under now. On uh, on our <laughs> Facebook, page. Our Facebook page. We change it. But on our page. yeah, you yeah count, Missy, it's
1: expanded. So Facebook.com forward slash expanded woman, and then our group is under expanded woman business network. So you can find us through the page. If you want to go there, it's easier.
0: Mm -hmm. And you can find us on the web at expandedwoman.com. And thank you, everyone. We appreciate you supporting us on every Tuesday morning. And uh, until next week, have a great rest of the week.
1: Bye, everybody. Bye.